it's a habit more than I get anything from the food. It's just, I feel this way, I eat this to get some kind of comfort. And then when I finish eating it, the guilt kind of happens. Why did you eat it? And the thing is, I want it, it comes in a pack of four. I would say, okay, I'm going to eat two. And then in two minutes later, I'm just going to finish the whole pack. Mm. And it's nothing to do with hunger or it's just, this is my comfort. Thank you so much for joining in for another episode of Sydney Stories Around the World podcast. I'm Claudine West and I'm really, really excited to be sharing this week's episode with you because it feels like for the longest time I've been holding back um, in terms of, of talking to you about hypnosis, how it works, how it can really, really help with, with those issues around food, with food cravings and all, all the bits in between. So this is going to be a very different episode. You'll hear a lady called Gillian, a baker that really craves those carbs, that sweet taste of, of hot cross buns. And hot cross buns for Gillian are a, a, a go-to food. It's that, that food that has to be really right. In fact, she talks about uh, Marks and Spencer's about having to squeeze the hot cross bun, smell it. And, and she's got this whole kind of uh, routine around buying a hot cross bun before she even decides to eat that. And what I'd like you to do from this episode is just take away that possibility that there are other things that can help in terms of changing around that that habit. And one thing that I thought was really appropriate in my uh, meeting at Slimming World this week is that they talked about habits. And one lady mentioned that she'd been listening to an audio book and they mentioned on there that you need to, um, it takes about six, six days in order to change a habit. So in all of the, the audio that you'll hear, I think I was um I think I was with Gillian for about twenty, twenty minutes or so. And after we recorded the session, gave her the hypnosis, we I spoke to her before and after this is what I'm gonna do with all of the hypnosis audios audios that you're gonna hear on my podcast. She talks about that, that hot cross bun now, she feels about it, that desire and all those things around that. And then afterwards, she just has no desire to put it to her lips. In fact, she talks about how this hot cross bun felt like one of those toys, you know, those squeegee toys that you can get from McDonald's, those kids' toys that are almost like sponge. And, and another thing that I want you to take from this is when you start listening to these different episodes that include hypnosis, you'll hear different people's reactions. And it might be, for example, one person, I'll take them into hypnosis and afterwards they won't be able to put that food to the lips. Um, it'll make them feel sick or it might be that it's feeling different just like with Gillian that that sensation of that hot cross bun even though she's had thousands of these she talks about how it feels so so different so this is what has helped me you know I've not eaten chocolate cakes or sweets right from November of 2021 but what I would say as well what I would say is when we when we look at food cravings when I when I help people with those those cravings that they've got we need to work with the emotion first Otherwise, this will just be a sticking plaster. It will just be a sticking plaster because with Gillian, she talks about how for her, you know, she's a baker. She's from a family of bakers. And during those moments as a child of, of having that baking, that, that togetherness with the family, those laughs, that joy, it would have been that feel good feeling. And often when we crave the foods that we crave, it's not actually the food that we're craving. It's that connection to that, that feel good moment in time that our subconscious mind has held on to. Our subconscious mind remembers everything about those wonderful moments of in time that we've had. And when we're feeling low, when we're feeling down and, and you know, Gillian talks about this, 
when she's had a bad day, she, she basically she's eating this on autopilot, and afterwards she, she's no joy after it because it was never the food that she wanted. It was that that emotion, that subconscious mind connected to that food group. So I hope this is all making sense. I don't want to go into a long, um, detailed um, explanation about the, the conscious and subconscious. But, you know, reach out to me, contact me, and I, I can go through all that. But I really just want to keep this really brief so that you can see what happens. Now, how I've structured this is you will get a bit of the hypnosis chat before. So I'll, I'll be talking to Gillian about it, um, all of her habits around that, that food that she craves, what, what, you know, she finds herself doing. And then afterwards, after she's had that hypnosis, um, we, we, have a, we have a chat too. So in between that, <laughs> you will hear like a, an angelic chime. That's how, how I'll describe it. It's, it's about three seconds long. So you're not, you know, not hearing angels sing. It's just this, this bit of a chime that I put in the middle of the, the podcast episode, just so that you know that that hypnosis has been done and that afterwards um, we're now talking about that. If you go over to my YouTube channel, which is Claire Olden West Hypnotherapy, I'll put a link in the show notes. You'll be able to see Gillian, you'll be able to see myself. I did this back in 2021, this particular recording. And the reason that I've decided to, to publish this this week is within my group, I heard, you know, people talking about habits. And it's likely that, you know, you spent Christmas like face planting that, that food that you normally crave. And actually, you've got no desire at the moment to eat that. But you might find at the end of the January that you, you're craving those foods again. You're craving that again because maybe you've had lots of this food and you're sick of it. You don't want to see any more chocolate. You don't want to see any more crisp, whatever that food is. So this has been done for that time that maybe you're feeling a bit frustrated. Um, and I'm just going to show you how this can help you to move forward. So take a listen and enjoy. Hi, Gillian. So we're here today just to help you with your your food craving your food craving of choice. If you just want to start just by telling everyone what you crave and what you would like to guess, get some help with in terms of that crave and that, that compulsion to eat that particular food group. Uh, well, my craving really is carbs, cakes, anything with sugar in it. But currently, um, my biggest one is hot cross buns. So like fruit hot cross buns, the best ones for Marks and Spencer's. And it just, <laughs> it just makes the world seem okay. They've always been my biggest weakness. So even when I'm on keto and I'm a food addict, but when things are really bad for me, I'm finding it really hard to cope. That's where I want to go to. I want to go for the hot cross bun. So when you would normally want that food, is, is that when you want a bit of comfort? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yes. Yeah. I and can't. how does it feel once you've got one of these hot cross buns and you're eating that food? How does it feel once you've actually got that food? Uh, for me, sugar makes the world feel good. Yeah. You know, so instead of having a pity party, I have a sugar party. So it's kind of like, it's just, um, just eating it. It's all about, the, the irony of it is, I don't feel guilty whilst I'm eating it, but as soon as I finish eating it, I feel guilty. Yeah. But whilst eating it, I think I'm still so caught up in the trauma or whatever I'm going through. Mm. I don't even spend time to enjoy it. It's just, it's a habit yeah. where if I'm feeling bad, I have this. And whilst I'm eating it, I'm somehow processing and mourning through the food. It's really yeah. weird. But as soon as I finish eating it, there is no satisfaction. It's, it's a habit more mm. than I get anything from the food. It's just, I feel this way. I eat this, 
to get some kind of comfort. And then when I finish eating it, the guilt kind of happens. Why did you eat it? And the thing is, I want it, it comes in a pack of four. I would say, okay, I'm going to eat two. And then in two minutes later, I'm just going to finish the whole pack. Mm. And it's nothing to do with hunger or it's just, this is my comfort. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so that's, that's a great insight. And just think for anybody that's watching this today or listening to this, just understand that you've already made that connection. This has nothing to do with hunger, but that compulsion is there. So what we're going to do in hypnosis is just show you how to, how to help those cravings and how to bring that, that compulsion, that, that craving right down. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to start from the beginning in terms of hypnosis. Now, I know that you've had some hypnotherapy in the past, so I'm just going to explain a little bit about how I feel that, I guess, hypnosis needs to be explained just to keep it really, really simple. So within hypnosis, when we're working with hypnosis, we're working with your subconscious mind. So you've got your conscious mind, you've got your subconscious. So your conscious mind would be, right, okay, it's Monday. I'm going to start this, this keto plan. I'm going to stick plan. I'm going to plan it out. And it's all, that, that's your logical thinking. And while you've got your logical thinking, you've also got your subconscious mind, which, which deals with those, those beliefs, those habits that you've just spoken about. And the thing is that when we, when we look at the conscious and the subconscious mind, subconscious will always outweigh the conscious thinking. So it's believed that the, the conscious mind is, is basically around 12% of the mind and the, the rest, the 88% is the, the subconscious. So it's like going into and they're like a wrestling ring with like a, a big like world fighter and somebody else that's like 12 years old. It, it, you know, there's, there's like a no brainer. There's no, no competition there. So where you've had those, those past behaviours, those past habits, that's what we're going to talk to today. We're going to talk directly to your subconscious mind. And what I think is important to explain for anybody that's watching this is that not to overthink hypnosis, not to overthink the process, just to try it, just to give it a try. So are you happy to go into hypnosis today? Yeah, why not? Fantastic. Okay. So we're just going to start with something just really, really nice and relaxed. And what we're going to do is just going to send hypnosis all the way through your body. And then I'm going to really talk to your subconscious mind to make those positive changes, okay? Okay. That was good. That was good, yeah. Yeah, it was very relaxing. Finally hard to come out of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, don't send me back. Don't send me back to normality. Don't send me back. <laughs> yeah, don't send me back. Place. <laughs> yeah, I've been in hypnosis. This is completely different. Yeah. This is completely different. Yeah, it feels completely different. Yeah. So I just want you to, I just want you to pick up that how crossbone. I'm not going to ask you to do anything scary with it. Just, just take that crossbone. What, what are your feelings towards it? What do you want to do with it? I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to touch it. Don't want to touch it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to touch it. So what I'd like you to do is just just pick up that up crossbow, knowing that you're in control, mm-hmm. and just see how close you can get that to your mouth. I can get to my mouth. No problem. I just have no desire for it. Like, What, what is I going through your mind when you're looking at that thing now? Um, it's weird, but it just feels, I'm a baker, but it just feels like, Something like a sponge in your hand. Okay. It, it feels, I know this sounds weird, it feels different. Oh, does it? I see it differently. Um, 
I can bite it. I get this feeling if I want to, I can bite it, but I really don't have the, the I don't have the sensation that I want to bite into it. When you smell it, what, what comes to mind when you smell that? It doesn't smell disgusting, but yeah, it's not like before where I could literally paste my nose to it and take a big whiff or anything. But um, I'm just, I just feel like, okay, it's a, it's a hot cross bun. Okay. And that's it. Like I have no desire to say, oh, I'm, it's, it's not a must have. Yeah. You know, if it feels like I could have it if I wanted to, but right now I don't feel like no. I want to have. It. So that all, all of those, those feelings about wanting to have it and having it now, they're just not, not there. And the strange thing is it feels, I have had thousands of these. <laughs> it, it feels weird it, it feels it's supposed to feel light but it feels like uh, I'm holding a piece of sponge in my hand yeah you know, I don't have the same ideologies like even before I buy it it has to be sticky it has to I go through this whole thing of it has to be soft yeah I'm very into it but now holding it honestly it just feels like I'm holding something spongy or you know sometimes you get those kitty things where they they uh, uh I think McDonald's used to have them where they'll have fries but it's made from plastic. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah so this kind of like my mind is reading it as it's really strange, but it's like a, a replica of the real thing. Right. So it feels like it doesn't feel like how it usually feels. Yeah. Smells hmm, I mean partial to the smell. Yeah. But I know it's really weird like my brain is split. I think my consciousness knows that this is a hot cross bun. But yeah. my subconscious, which is stronger, is telling me, yeah, but this is not what you usually have. Yeah. So it, uh, I can't, I can't explain it. It's really weird. That's what I would say. It's really and I, weird. I think that that's important to say as well within hypnosis, you know, and I hear this a lot and I'm not saying this to like beat other hypnosis people up or the therapist. But there's a lot of focus around the therapist, but actually the power is your it's the power is you and your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind has made this connection that's basically that actually it's not really a cross board, it's just a piece of sponge and it's it's not even worth the time of day, I guess. Well, like if you said if it's eighty-eight percent in control, then that would make sense. Yeah. So my senses are all telling me it's real. Yeah. But the one that's in control is telling me. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I'm kind of, uh, although my consciousness is saying, well, you're touching it. This is what it feels like. Yeah. My sense of smell is saying, this is what it smells like. This is what we're into all the time because you eat with your eyes. Yeah, yeah. But there's another part of me that's saying, yeah, but this is not real. And you don't really want, you don't really want this. So do you think this is going to help you then in terms of your cravings? Because you're not even, why would you want to put sponge in your mouth from McDonald's? <laughs> It's really weird because usually I'll be like, I would have bitten into it. But I'm thinking, should I bite it? Mm, I'm not sure. Would it be good? Mm, nah. I'm, I don't feel like it, but I'll go through the day and see what will happen if I bite it. But right now I'm scared if I bite it, I would throw up. So I don't, right. want, to bite it. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And what I would say as well is, you know, hypnosis is fantastic for cravings. I would not bite it. Okay. Because... It's hard in case of you you could potentially be sick. Okay. 
Yeah, that's what I feel like. That if I bite it, I will be, I'll be sick. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. And and yeah. just accept that this is, you know, it's your subconscious mind that's going to help you, hmm. help you with those cravings. And it's done that within what? I'm trying to think how long we've been recording now. 10, 15 minutes. It's not, yeah, it's not been a long time. No. And just to, to embrace that now, because, you know, as a baker, being able to, <laughs> being able to resist those things is, is going to be, yeah, it's going to be great for you. So... Yeah. yeah, taking part. It's been yeah, it's just been great to help you with your craving, and um, obviously we'll touch base and see how you get. How it's you get gone. fantastic because I've got upstairs. I baked for the family for Christmas. I'm baking for New Year. We've got a fruit cake. We've got carrot cake. We've got chocolate cake. You name it with sugar. I've got it upstairs. Yeah. So if I can actually bake for others and not have the desire to eat what I bake, that would be fantastic. That would be absolutely fantastic because I don't have the desire for it, you know, because right now, if I'm baking for others, of course, I'll taste the cake butter to make sure that it's okay. But if I can just take a little bit and taste it and not have a desire for the finished good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be fantastic. What may happen is you might not want to taste it because I've had um, a situation where my mum has made these mince pies for, um, for Christmas. And so I says to my mum, I says, look, I'm not eating the sugar. And it's, it's been a hard, hard message to get through. Mum's like, I'll do lemon curd tarts. I'll do you this. And she's like gone through the list of everything that she normally bakes for me, bless her. So she, she's made these uh, mince, uh, mince pies. Oh. She says, well, I've given you, I've, bought, I've made you these, Claire. Says, but I've not put any icing sugar on top. And I'm thinking, well, that the mince meat inside me, full of sugar. So I know she and I thought I'll, I'll just try and have a little bit. It might not be that sweet, and honestly, it tasted disgusting. Mm. And, and, and for me, um, since I've had this take technique done with myself, I've not had chocolate for like over a month, and the, that that sweet taste. Mm. You now I used to have like two two sugars and a and a coffee, and I've gone right. I've cut like right down. But anything that's really um, sweet, I just can't. I can't stand the taste. So. Yeah, let me know how you go with that. She might not be able, oh. to, might not be able to taste the batter. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, though, because it also works for the whole keto stuff as well, because we have the sweetness. So would it be the same whereby I will have a desire for less of the sweetener than I mean, completely, or I would, that, would that also work for that? Just anything sweet. Yeah, so so the way that I see it, well, I can talk, talk from my own experience. So the way that this has worked for me, and for other people that I've, I've helped, other clients, is that the food that we're looking to take away that craving for, so, so, those, so for me, it's anything sweet, anything with sugar in, mm. my go-to. The big go-to for me was chocolate. Okay. Like the really big go-to for me. I mean, like, you know, there was a, a Christmas about three years ago that I was working from home and I sat and I was really craving chocolate. I scoured the house for chocolate because I know my husband needs to hide it. I scared that I couldn't find anything. So I ate a full um, selection box that got like seven bars of chocolate in at one sitting. I just, it was like, there was like no full stop for me. So I just wanted to get rid of that. And also I was a bit worried because my, my dad's like borderline diabetic. And I thought, I don't want this for myself. I don't want this. Um, so for me, I, I eat fruit, I eat berries, I eat, I eat fruit. Um, but even like a banana to me tastes a little bit sweet. Mm. Just crazy, just crazy. I know it like just sounds doesn't sound like me talking, but yeah, it sounds crazy. But even even like sweetness, I would sometimes I'd have have two sweeteners if I was on plan or two sugars. I don't even have the two sweeteners anymore. 
Okay. Because that is that sweet taste, that sweet, yeah. that sweet, sweet taste. And also, another thing about sweetener is it's hard to digest. It actually sits on your tongue. So it's almost like once you've got that sweet taste in your mouth, it, mm. it kind of leads to further cravings of further sugar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let me know how you get on. I'm really pleased I've been able to help you. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited. I'll, I'll let you know. Definitely let you know. <laughs> I think Joanna and I are doing like a reset next week. So yeah. that would really, it would really, really help if the cravings for the sweet stuff is not there anymore and it's just uh, going for food. So I, I know the woman in hypnosis, it was like, I turned down my craving for sugar to zero. I didn't even go halfway. So I want to see how uh, that works in the coming week. So yeah, I'll definitely keep posted. So keep posted. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining me today, Jenna. It's been an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to hear your progress. Take care. Yeah, thanks a lot, Claire. So just think how long it takes to create that that new habit. Six six days, if you even get to that that six to six day, and obviously that's something that I picked up from group recently. And it might be that you know you're making great changes after after thirty days, and and that's wonderful. I'm not calling out anyone's good intentions for 2024. What this podcast episode is for is just to show you what is possible for those people that really, really struggle with this, those cravings, those, those people that year after year after year, they find themselves on that same routine where they're trying to stick to a weight loss plan. They're actually enjoying the food on the plan, but there's a particular food that for whatever reason, they feel that they just can't you know, walk away from it. It's something that sabotages a weight loss. It's something that, that really frustrates them, just like it did with me, just like it did with, with chocolate. And I couldn't fill up with petrol in my car um, without buying that that chocolate bar where I couldn't go out for a meal and actually reading that that dessert menu before the main menu because my, my mind was just obsessed with getting to the end of that meal so I could have my, have my fix of, of chocolate, have that fix of that, that sweet food. So let me know your thoughts on this episode. Let me know what you think about this. And if you are struggling with that craving, don't think that you have to sit in that, in that moment of struggle. Don't believe that you have to sit with that struggle because Often when you can receive that help with that food that you crave, it allows your mind to almost like take a breather, take a rest. Because if you're anything like me, I spent years struggling with cravings for food, years and years. And I drink wine, but I'm not obsessed with drinking wine. Like some people do crave wine. Some people obsessed with um, crisps and those savoury things. That, that's not, that was never my craving. So I can now have, have a glass of wine or two. I can have those crisps, but it's different because that was not the food that I craved. However, I've not eaten any chocolates, sweets or cakes. I've got no desire to because it was almost like that food was controlling me. I felt like I had no control over that food and that would jeopardise my health intentions. And I was really worried at one point that I would get develop diabetes because I had no full stop. So this is why this, this episode is, is the episode that you listened to on this podcast today. Just to let you know that if you are struggling, if you know maybe you've got to that six six day and you, you're still struggling, that there is other holistic things that can really help you. And hypnosis is something that I help clients with every week, each day, and I'll be more than happy to help you too. Have a great week ahead. We're still in that, that sweet spot of January, aren't we, where we're still feeling motivated. We've got those great intentions. And let me know how your, your intentions for 2024 are panning out. Let me know your thoughts. You know, what is it that you really want out of 2024? Where do you see your health goals by the end of this year? 
Thank you so much for tuning in again. Have a great week ahead and take care.